This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Friday, October 6th. Today's forecast calls for sunny skies with a high of 86 and a low of 53. This weekend will feel fall-like with a high of 72 on Saturday and 79 on Sunday. The lows will be in the 50s and lower 60s. Here are today's headlines. Governor Greg Abbott asked lawmakers to come back for a special session Monday to tackle ways to provide state funds for private school tuition, to intensify Texas's efforts to discourage undocumented immigrants, and to bar private employers from requiring vaccination for COVID-19. Abbott did not include additional funding for public schools, including teacher pay raises to the agenda of the year's third special session, which begins at 1 p.m. Monday. He may yet do so, though. House leaders want Abbott to include enhanced state support of public schools and changes to the education accountability system, in which both districts and campuses are given letter grades, largely based on standardized test scores. For two decades, proponents of school vouchers and other school choice measures have run into a solid wall of opposition in the House, as most Democrats and rural Republicans rejected the measures, citing a fear they would drain money and students from traditional public schools. Abbott has made education savings accounts a priority over the past year. State Controller Glenn Hager is biting his nails about the Texas economy, telling lawmakers they likely will have billions of dollars more they could spend as they tackle education-related topics in next week's special session. But dangers to the economic outlook abound, Hager said Thursday in a letter to Governor Greg Abbott, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, and Speaker Dade Phelan. The state's economy's excellent performance has forced him to add nearly $5 billion to his earlier projection that the state will finish the new two-year budget cycle with about $13.5 billion of discretionary state funds unspent. And Hager said the Rainy Day Fund, or state savings account, should have nearly $24 billion as of August 31, 2025. That's up by more than $2 billion from what he forecast in late June. If the state continued its robust growth, there could be an ending balance of state general purpose revenue even bigger than the $18.3 billion Hager is forecasting. But prudence required restraint. Up next, President Joe Biden reiterated Thursday that he does not believe border walls work, even as his Homeland Security chief cited an acute an immediate need to speed construction of another 20 miles off barrier in South Texas. The move to resume a project Biden halted the day he took office set off a furor among Democrats and environmentalists and bought no goodwill from Republicans who blame him for record levels of illegal border crossings. The White House struggled to square Biden's stance that walls don't work and campaign promises to not build a single foot more with the decision to waive 26 federal laws that could have delayed construction for months or years. 
The 2019 appropriation did not come with a mandate to waive the Clean Air, Safe Drinking Water, and Endangered Species Acts or other laws intended to protect migratory birds, farmland, and wildlife habitat. Nor did Congress specify that the next 20 miles should go in sparsely populated Star County. Asked if he believes the border wall works, President Biden answered with a terse, no. And Dallas Animal Services is experiencing a surge in animal intakes this season, straying from the usual pattern of relief at the shelter in the fall months. According to a shelter spokesperson, it is typical for animal shelters to see an influx in the summer because of Fourth of July fireworks and prolonged family vacations, during which some people's pets escape. But once fall rolls around, intakes tend to slow down. Since June, the Dallas shelter has been burdened by a high number of strays and animal surrenders. As of Wednesday afternoon, the shelter was at 162% capacity, with 485 dogs housed in 300 kennels, meaning the majority of dogs are sharing kennels with others. On Monday, the shelter was at 170% capacity, which put the facility into crisis mode. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll be back Monday with more. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.